Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. We struggle because things don't always go our way. But we struggle a lot more when we think, that isn't fair. When things aren't going a certain way and we think, I don't like this and I'm upset about this because it isn't fair. I think it's a lot harder to let go of these struggles. Think of this example. We all know that smoking is very bad for us. And the longer we smoke, the more we put our health at risk. And we're probably going to suffer a great deal when we get older. And we're definitely not going to live as long. We may not like the outcome. We may struggle with it. But it does seem fair because we've chosen to smoke. And now we get to face the consequences of our choices. I remember hearing a story about a man who had four ants. And two of them lived to be 100. And two lived to be 80. The ones lived to be 80 both smoked. In that situation, life seems fair. But sometimes life doesn't seem fair. When I was growing up, one of my cousins, who was a little bit older than me, got married, had two young children, contracted cancer, and was dead within a year. That didn't seem fair to people. How come she, this beautiful, lovely lady, died at such a young age with young children? How is that fair? Let's say someone else was in their 20s, had two young children at home, but she drank a lot. And one day she drank so much, got in her car, crashed into a tree and died. To us, many of us, that would seem more fair. Not right, but more fair. So how do we deal with life's unfairness? How do we live well, find happiness when life isn't fair? The first and most important question we need to look at is, why do we think life should be fair? I bet you if I could go through this podcast and talk to each and every one of you in person, I'd find stories about life being unfair to someone you know, or perhaps even yourself. We all have stories where life just doesn't seem fair, and they're hard and they're difficult, and thus we struggle. One of my relatives worked till he was about 60 years old, worked really hard to put his kids through college and just put a lot of work in there to make sure everyone turned out fine. And then he was ready for retirement. He bought himself a motor home and he and his wife were going to go explore the world. Well, within a year, he contracted a very serious form of cancer and was dead within two. He got no chance of living out his life in retirement because he had worked so hard to get to that point that when he was ready to retire, there was no time for retirement. How is that fair? Again, I don't think we have to think very hard about times in our life when life isn't fair. It isn't. So that's the first thing we want to accept. Life isn't always fair. We may not know the deep reasons for what's happening, but for whatever reason right now, it stinks. And we think it's very unfair. The first thing we don't want to do is pretend that life isn't unfair. It isn't sometimes. It seems very unfair. That is a truism of life. Life, when we're going through it, has periods of time where it really just seems unfair. We need to accept that and we need to acknowledge that, not pretend that it isn't. Life sometimes just doesn't seem fair. And if you don't believe me, Just check out the news. Explore the world. See how people around the world are starving to death. How there's war, famine, 
children in the hospitals that are dying of cancer. There are so many examples of life's unfairness. So we can't deny it. It's there. But how do we live well with this unfairness? Why does it cause us so much suffering? We suffer from unfairness for two basic reasons. What are they? The first one is, we, even though there's overwhelming evidence stating that life sometimes just isn't fair, we assume it should be. It ought to be. It's been, and it should be till in my dying breath. It should just always be fair. Now, the biggest problem with this approach is, what's fair? I mean, were you raised in the idyllic childhood environment? Were you intelligent enough to get in the Ivy League? Were you beautiful enough, handsome enough to get the most awesome partner? Were you gifted enough to do wonderful in sports? Were you talented enough to make a lot of money and retire early? Were you healthy enough never to have health problems? Are all those requirements for life to be fair? I know it may sound silly, but we often start off this way. We have so many expectations of how life is supposed to go. When it doesn't go that way, we think it's unfair. Even though there is infinite amount of information out there stating that life doesn't always go the way we expect it to. We all know people that have had bumps along the way and it just didn't go the way they expected it to. It's unfair because of our expectations. We expect life to go a certain way. And when it doesn't, then we get pretty riled up because then life is unfair and we get upset. But the unfairness isn't coming from life. The unfairness is coming from our expectations. If we expect at a young age to meet our soulmate, to get married, to have children, to retire, travel the world, grow old together and die within days of each other, then we may find out that life isn't fair because it doesn't go that way. I mean, statistics will tell us that 50% of marriages end and now second marriages end by 80%, but we expect not to be in that 50%. We expect life to go perfectly and it doesn't. But it isn't that life is causing it to suffer. It's our expectations. The expectations of life going a certain way the expectations of life being fair are silly because it isn't always fair. I mean, where were we born? How was that fair or unfair? How about our parents? We sure didn't choose them. How about our intellectual abilities, our talents? Did we choose them? We struggle. We suffer because of our expectations, our expectations that life is fair, even though we know it isn't, but we blind ourselves to that truth, and so we suffer. I remember when I was in graduate school, most of us will find this very silly, but it wasn't to this person. But when I was in graduate school, my professor told me the story that one of his PhD candidates was really struggling, was truly suffering. Had he been diagnosed with cancer? Had his parents both died in a tragic accident? Was the love of his life leaving him for another person? No, none of these things. He was in a PhD program at an Ivy League school, one of the top in the world, and yet he was suffering horribly. 
Why? He was suffering because he was turning 30 that year and he hadn't produced his magnum opus. He hadn't produced some great work like other people in his field had produced by the age they were 30. World famous people sometimes by the age of 30 produce something majestic and he was 30 and he was just finishing his PhD program. He had failed in life and so he was suffering horribly. It's probably hard for most of us to relate to him because it seems silly. I mean, he's in a great program at an Ivy League school with great prospects, and yet he's suffering because he hasn't produced something great by the age of 30? That almost seems crazy. But now I'm going to share something that may seem a little less crazy, but I'm going to argue works on the same principle as this doctoral candidate. For thousands of years, if parents had children, most of them would die. A few might make it to adulthood, but a few. You might have 10 children and two may make it to adulthood. That was a norm throughout history. Kids died young. Many of them did. And that was just the expectations. It wasn't that they were happy, of course, about losing their children, but they knew when they gave birth that there was a high probability that that child may not make it to adulthood. That was their expectations, and they were okay with that. They were still willing to have children and could have beautiful, happy lives, even though they lost children. But the other day, I was on retreat, and I was with some very evolved women, spiritual women, I would call them, that were really making a difference in the world. And I asked them this question, if their children died, how would that be for them? And they all gave me the same answer. These were very evolved intelligent, wise women that thought they couldn't make it if their children died. They would go into deep despair and suffer horribly for perhaps the rest of their lives. They couldn't even imagine it. My point here is that expectations can be very dangerous. They can set us up for suffering. I mean, it isn't likely that our kids are going to die now before us, but it can happen. Life isn't always fair. We don't always get the jobs that we want. We sometimes have health scares. We sometimes have cancer. We sometimes have strokes, heart attacks. We all know what happens. Life isn't always fair. But we're going to do so much better with life when we lower those expectations because we realize that life isn't fair, but life can be beautiful. So how do we do that? How do we live well with life and lower our expectations. It's all about preferences. When we prefer things instead of saying things have to be a certain way, we relinquish that attachment. We let go of it. And so that when life doesn't go a certain way, we're okay. We adjust because it was just a preference. We didn't have to have it that way. We may have really wanted it that way, but it really was a preference. So when life goes differently than we expect, we're okay, because it was just a preference. Think of heading off to college. We're in high school, and we're all excited to go to college. Our preference would be perhaps to get into a certain school, say Stanford or Harvard, but we don't get in there. Instead, we get into the local junior college, because that economically works best for us. Because it's a preference, it's okay. We can do well in life. We just didn't get into our first choice. We got into our second choice. Let's use another example. 
We're a little older now, and we'd like to get married. So we get out there and we date, we meet people, and let's say we really like someone. We would really prefer to spend our life with them, but they're not wanting to spend their life with us. So we say, well, that didn't work out. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep looking. And we keep looking, and then we meet someone, and they like us, and we like them. That preference worked out okay. The second choice did. So then later, we get married, and we would prefer to have children, but it didn't work out that way. Oh, so what do we do? Perhaps we adopt. Perhaps we get a lot of animals instead. We go with a third preference this time. Lots of cats and dogs. And on and on it goes. We have lots of preferences in life. And because we're flexible, because we're malleable, when things don't work out, we go with our second or our third choice. And if that list is endless and we really are willing to adjust, then life goes beautifully because life just goes. And yes, it may not go the way we want. And yes, at times, it sure didn't seem fair, but we're not looking for fairness. We know life isn't fair. I mean, why fight something? That's just a reality of life. Life isn't fair, but I don't need it to go a certain way. So when it doesn't, that's okay. When it wasn't fair, that's okay. Because I wasn't expecting it to go fair. That's why I had preferences instead of expectations. I know life doesn't go the way I expect it to all the time, but it does when I have preferences because preferences can change. Preferences flow with life instead of fighting life. It's just a preference. It's not, it has to be this way. Even with the big things, none of us want to see our spouse or particularly our kids die first. We just don't. But it does happen. And of course we're going to grieve, of course. But we're not going to let it ruin our lives. We're going to be okay. Or the other way, we may have strong preferences to get a college degree. Sometimes because of life circumstances, we just don't. And then we adjust. And it's okay. We can truly have beautiful, awesome lives with preferences. Because life just isn't fair all the time. And that really can be okay with preferences. When we lower those expectations, when we let go of attachments to things having to work out a certain way, then we just flow with life and we have a really good time. And who knows? It becomes a great adventure. Who knows what's going to happen? Things change and that's okay because we just adjust to those changes and live life beautifully one day at a time, adjusting to the changes because instead of expecting life to be fair, we just have preferences that life go a certain way. And when it doesn't, we go with our second, third, fourth, fifth other choices. And that's awesome. Thank you for joining me on the happiness podcast. If you are enjoying these podcasts, I do have a preference, not an attachment of preference. I would prefer you to go on happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. You'll see an icon called testimonials. Click on it. And there it can lead you to places where you can leave reviews. That would be great. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. Is workplace negativity holding your company back? Many teams are seriously handicapped when employees feel negativity about their jobs and lives. 
productivity drops, costs rise, customers get cranky, and your job as owner or manager gets a lot more difficult. If you've been trying your hardest to improve productivity, sales, and profit, but it just isn't happening or it's going slower than you want, workplace negativity could be the culprit. It turns out a happy team gets things done. Work gets completed, done right, and ahead of schedule. Creativity goes way up, and you spend much less time putting out fires. Finally, your team shares your vision and works their hardest to make it reality. Dr. Puff's corporate workshops go deep to help your staff find the key things that are making them unhappy. We will help them learn how to be happier, love their jobs, and get work done better than ever. To learn more, visit www.successbeyondyourimagination.com where you can schedule results-oriented training for your company.